0: fun fact, Earth's air is only about 21% oxygen, with the remaining 79% or so being dominated by nitrogen. And sure, there are other elements and molecular compounds in the air, but all of them combined make up less than 1% of our atmosphere's composition. It's crazy. You know, if some alien was looking at our atmosphere and trying to decide what they thought was most important for breath and living organisms, they'd probably look at nitrogen, simply because it takes up the majority. But in the case of our air and a lot of other important things in life, the most important things are not always so obvious. Anyway, it's just a little food for thought to get you primed and ready for the bigger fruit for thought, the power of breath. If you do not know, my name is Joe. I'm one of the three hosts here at the Devil Fruit Podcast. I am a professional personal trainer. I'm also a college graduate with a degree in in rehabilitative science. I am also a big nerd about anime. So today, I wanna start by talking about the way we breathe, how we breathe in an anatomical sense. And then after that, I want to supply you guys with some sort of technique or option for manipulating your breath so that you may be able to correct possible dysfunctional breathing patterns or maybe even for a short time shift your mental presence in the world. All the while interweaving anime throughout this sort of uh, lecture, I suppose. All right, let's get into it. Breath is a beautiful thing and it's often taken for granted. And often shut aside, because it doesn't seem like it goes much deeper than just bringing air in, putting air in our blood, and then we're alive. (laughs) It's so much more than that. Uh, And I hope this episode can deepen your appreciation. All right, let's get into it. So looking at the pertinent anatomy of our midsection, we have our pelvis at the base, which kind of acts like a bowl or a dish. An immovable object that our organs and our muscles all kind of sit and stack on top of. And then on top of those abdominal organs and guts, we have our diaphragm now our diaphragm you may have heard of this muscle is kind of a flat thin muscle that expands across the transverse plane right between our abdominal cavity and the base of our lungs or the base of our thoracic cavity this muscle when relaxed actually bends upward into our chest cavity and kind of supports the base of our lungs. When we contract our muscle, when we flex it, it stiffens up and straightens out, pushing down on our abdominal organs and muscles, while also simultaneously pulling our lungs down. And when it pulls our lungs down, it's expanding the volume of our chest cavity, expanding expanding the volume of our lungs, and that action of pulling our lungs down, expanding forcibly the volume of our thoracic cavity, is what pulls the air into our bodies. That is, in a nutshell, diaphragmatic breathing. But I want to zero in on diaphragmatic breath because I feel like it's kind of a lost art. If you look at a baby breathing, you'll notice that as they're breathing in, their stomach always extends out with their breath. This is because they're naturally breathing in a diaphragmatic manner. The diaphragm muscle is pulling the lungs down and it's pushing the contents of the abdomen out. This is natural. As we grow up, however, we somehow start to develop a habit of breathing up rather than breathing down with our diaphragm. I maybe shouldn't say for some reason. There's lots of reasons that we could speculate about. Every person is different um and if i'm allowed to speculate i think it's a pretty safe bet to say that a lot of it has to do with being self-conscious about our image you know as we grow up and grow into our adult bodies we start to become a little bit more shaped by society and a little bit more self-conscious about the size of our waist and if we're breathing deeply with our diaphragm with every breath your stomach gets distended out that's that's unsightly it's oh whew, can't let that happen we can't be looking like goku after he just had a beautiful meal right i mean whoosh it can't be a thing So we become self-conscious about it. As unfortunate as it is, I think that that's kind of what a lot of people think. And even if it's subtle, we kind of adapt a sort of tight abdominal section, pulling everything in and not daring to let it extend out uh, any more than it has to. Um, Which sucks. Um, we're getting in our own way. Another reason for why we fall out of habit of breathing with our diaphragm could be that we're spending so much of our lives in body positions that are not advantageous to deep diaphragmatic breathing. What do I mean by this? Well, we're sitting a whole bunch. Most of us probably right now, even listening to this podcast, are likely sitting, maybe driving to work, or waiting for a bus to arrive, or who knows? I mean, shoot, I'm a gamer. The number of times I find myself sitting hunched forward with my elbows planted on my knees or on my legs for hours is more than I can count. If I wasn't sitting like that in school, I was sitting like that at home. And then after that, I was in bed asleep. And then I'd get up and I'd do it again. And I'd sit forward, hunched forward, my shoulders forward, head forward, everything compressing my spine forward, not letting my abdomen ever expand out fully and letting my chest out fully everything in this forward position makes the body primed to breathe with your back you could even get in this position right now and just breathing you can feel your shoulders and your upper back expand and rise with your breath not your abdomen not your chest And this is a completely different way of breathing with a completely different signal being sent throughout the body, being sent back up into the brain. If your brain was feeling small, feeling defeated, feeling like it wanted to go away, it'll tell the body to adapt some kind of small form, often resembling the fetal position. Now with the fetal position in mind, think about how we're sitting in our chairs, hunched forward, hands on knees. It's pretty close to a fetal position. And I don't think it's too much of a stretch to assume that this is affecting our mental states. Just saying, the body can affect the mind almost just as much as the mind can affect the body. They're both two parts of one system. It's important to remember that. Now, breathing up, uh, for lack of a better word, is a pattern that's most commonly associated with our fight-or-flight response. I'm sure you've heard of that before. Now, I think you might be able to see that there's potential issues with spending our days and living our lives through breath attained in a fight-or-flight breathing pattern. One of these consequences might be anxiety, you know, if we're constantly breathing in a state of fear and excitement, it might only take a gentle breeze to tip our brain over into thinking that something is a lot worse than it actually is. And from there, it's just a cycle downward, ever feeding itself. With the mental anxiety feeding the breathing and the breathing feeding the mental anxiety. There's also consequences of actually just never taking a deep breath. If we're constantly breathing shallow, up in the top quadrant of our lungs, we're kind of not using the majority of our lungs. And kind of not getting as much oxygen into our body as we could or should be and then that means our cells don't get enough oxygen and that means our body isn't functioning as well as it could be or should be and lord knows there's a whole grocery list of things that can extend off of that and i'm sure right about now you're probably thinking joe it's just breath i can change it It can't be that big a deal. And (laughs) it is. I promise. This is a very, very, very crucial thing. We take thousands of breaths in a day. And if the vast majority of them are in a state that is not serving your body well, then of course you're not going to live as well. And now at this point, you're probably like, okay, Joe, fine, let's breathe. How do I breathe better? Okay, let's take this time to practice good, relaxing diaphragmatic breath. If you are not used to this, I recommend lying down. Now, if you can, lie down on the floor. Oftentimes our beds are very soft And they force our body to curve in on itself and kind of crunch our chest toward our pelvis or toward our legs. Even if it's subtle, it's taking that natural concave curve out of the lumbar spine and making it more difficult for our abdomen to extend during our breath. So if you can lie on the floor or some surface that's a bit more stiff. Now once you're lying on the ground, place one hand on your chest and one hand on your stomach. Now when you breathe in, focus on letting your stomach rise first and notice your hand being lifted up. Then about three quarters of the way through your breath, Allow your chest to start to rise and notice the hand on your chest being lifted up. Once you've breathed deep, exhale and see if you can let your chest fall first and then let your stomach fall. Now, if you're having trouble with this, let's take note of our anatomy. Is your low back touching the ground or the surface that you're lying on? If so, maybe try to curve it upward a little bit. Put a little curve in your back and see if that helps you breathe down into the diaphragm. Let the stomach rise first. And then three quarters of the way through your breath, feel your chest rise. Breathe full and deep, and then relax, letting the air out, feeling your chest fall first, and then followed by your abdomen. It's a little bit harder to separate your chest and your stomach during the falling motion or, or during the exhaling motion if we're lying down, but if we're standing or sitting up, it can be a little bit easier to separate the two. Now go through this breathing pattern for a solid couple of minutes if you can. This is a wonderful way to center ourselves, relax. I've taken a lot of clients through this. Um, Some have come to me with pretty big life issues uh, that I didn't know about, but I knew that they were anxious. I knew that they were upset about something And uh, instead of doing our workout, I told them, hey, we're going to go, we're going to do some breath work. We're going to do some yoga because I think this is going to be something that will be more beneficial to your life right now. And they were accepting. And I've had a couple times where during the breath exercise, they have disclosed things about their personal life through literal tears that I was not prepared for. But this is a pretty common thing, actually. Um, If you speak to other trainers about this, if they've been working long enough, they'll probably have experienced something like this. Now, the reason this happens is if people are constantly living their life through breath in a fight or flight response they're quite literally unable to tap into other emotions and when you force them to change their breathing when you force them to do nothing except lie on the ground and focus on their breath and focus on calming, and slowing down the heart rate. A whole different set of emotions will rise, and simmer their way up into the surface, and maybe bubble out. And if you're experiencing something like that right now, doing this breathing, I hope that you have somebody around that you can vent to. And if not, just vent it out into the void. You know, vent it out into the air. Air gives us life. I'm sure the air can handle a little bit of our dirt. Now let's say that you have mastered this new breathing pattern, this new breathing technique. You're ready to learn the next step. You're ready to open the next gate like Rock Lee. And you say, Joe... This is cool, it's making me relaxed, but... I've been having trouble sleeping. This new breathing, it, it's its helping me calm down, but it's just not quite enough. Well, let's take it one step further, and let's... 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 let's get a little... a little risky. Now, before I go into this, if you have any kind of breathing dysfunction like asthma or something that I don't know about or could ever know about because I don't know who's listening to this, D- don't, don't do what I'm telling you to do. If, it, if it's bothering you, don't do it. Okay? Alright? Maybe try one breath like this and then be like, nope, that ain't for me. That's fine. You know, I won't take offense. If you want to try something, let's try something. Now what I want you to do to take this deep breathing one step further into the relaxation zone and promote some deep sleep or help you fall asleep faster, what we're going to do is we're basically going to put yourself in a state of hyperventilation. (laughs) I know that hyperventilation is often displayed on TV and anime as breathing very quickly in a very excited manner, often from fright or from nervousness or, you know, I don't know. I'm sure Zenitsu hyperventilates him anytime he sees a girl, um, but hyperventilating doesn't simply mean breathing fast in a crazy manner it really just refers to a state of exhaling more than we're inhaling and this is a problem because if we're breathing out too much we are exhaling too much co2 and lowering the acidity of our body And then that goes into affecting our pH, which our body really likes to stay at a certain pH and all that. And I, I, mm, I, (laughs) I'm going a little too deep into it. Point is, it can be dangerous. So if you start feeling lightheaded or if it makes you panic, stop. Don't do it again. Okay? Now if I didn't freak you out, let's try this. Lie down place one hand on your chest and one hand on your stomach again. And let's inhale. Breathing in, expanding the stomach, expanding the diaphragm down three quarters of the way into the breath. Let your chest start to rise. Breathing in deep. And now exhale, letting your chest fall first and then follow with The fall of your abdomen and go all the way out. And once everything's down, take it one step further and squeeze your abdominal muscles to force out just a little bit more air. Pause. Then release all the tension in your abdomen and let the air flood in, expanding the stomach out once more. And three quarters of the way in, let the chest rise. Then breathe out, letting the chest fall first. And then let the abdomen fall. And then once you're at the end of that breath, squeeze your abdominal muscles and force out just a little bit more air. Pause. And repeat, letting the air flood back in, expanding the stomach. And then three quarters of the way, let the chest rise. After one or two breaths like this, return back to a normal rhythmic breath. Now, perhaps you might feel like your body is melting into the floor. You might feel like your head is a little empty. You might feel even a slight tingling in your fingertips. Now, if any of those things are happening, just breathe easy. Don't pay too much attention. Just breathe in through the nose, out through the mouth. And keep that going until you fall asleep. Keep that casual breath. Forgetting about the strict form. Just breathe easy and relax. Melting into the surface that you're lying on and I hope that that helps you find some sleep. I've used it a couple times. Um, Now at this point, I think it's probably best if you're feeling like you are only just starting to get the hang of it, or you're just starting to fall into a rhythm and just starting to find your peace. I think it's Best if you just start this episode over and with this new breathing pattern, reflect on maybe some of the points that I made earlier. It's good to reflect every once in a while. And I think that's going to be where we'll end today's episode. We'll go into getting hyped and using your breath to get ready for an attack next time. So, if you want more of the Devil Fruit Podcast, and you don't want to just listen to this episode again, head on over to our website, www.DevilFruitPodcast.com where you can find links to all of the different places to listen to our podcast. You can find a nice organization of our episodes, and you can find links to our social media and go ahead and give us a like give us a follow over there on instagram and shoot us a comment write us a review let us know how we're doing let us know which type of devil fruit podcast episode you like the most this is truly a passion project right now and we appreciate any feedback that you guys can give us and if you're using this to fall asleep i hope you sleep well If you're listening on your way to work, today's going to be a good day. It'll be good. At the very least, you woke up today. So let's count our blessings. Anyway. Take care, everybody. Bye-bye.